2: All right, hello everybody, and welcome to the show. It's a bye week. <laughs> so, for the bye week, what well we have lined up here tonight, we don't have the Manny Diaz show, but it's a bye week. So, we do have every other coach, I think. Coach Joe will be with us, Coach Meyer will be with us. Basketball season practice is underway. Uh, coach Gondra will be with us, Coach Barnes will be with us. Now you and I will talk football here momentarily. Also, uh, West Durham joins us to talk about the ACC, um, so that's what we're going to have lined up for. I've been to basketball, and Coach L's got a full roster, and he's got some a nice blend of uh, veterans and young players. I don't know what the rest of the league looks like, but his team looks a lot better than it has the last couple of years. Healthy, playing hard, and uh, I think they've got a chance to be very exciting. Big night tonight. You know that? I'm surprised. Is is Mrs. Bailey in or out of town? She's uh, out of town. Oh, Yankees and the Red Sox play tonight. I know she's a big Yankee fan.
3: Yeah, you better text her. Let me let her know. She one game
2: playoff tonight at Fenway Park. Last time they faced each other in a one game playoff was 1978. So Yankees and the Red Sox tonight. Winner moves on. Loser, that's all.
3: Done. One and done.
2: She's going to be nervous about that. You're not going to be around, so she'll be happy. I've she never, can watch in I've, peace. I've since you don't watch baseball I don't that much, watch
3: it, and I have rarely ever seen her nervous. And then when it comes to, I will tell you that I knew the Jets were on TV on Sunday because I was at the my dining room table desk doing my uh, little work uh, for the University of Miami, and I heard words that I normally wouldn't hear oh, come out of the back. I understand, yeah. but she's. She's critical of them, too, when they're not doing well. She loves her Jets now.
2: Does she love Bucky Dent? I'm sure. Uh, Bucky Dent hit the three-run homer in 1978. So that's where I'll be headed when this show is over. Go home and watch the Yankees and the Red Sox. All right, Joe Zgacki, Don Bailey Jr., ready to talk some football here on the show. Hurricanes coming off a loss to Virginia. Uh, Coming up is North Carolina. Carolina will play Florida State this weekend. Let's start with the quarterback situation. Tyler Van Dyke, he uh, completed 51% of his passes. He had no turnovers. He was sacked four times. He's a probably more of a gifted passer than perhaps De'Ara King. De'Ara King, a more dynamic player. As Coach Rick would say, he's a pocket passer. You better give him a pocket.
3: <laughs> that's right. And that's what happened. Uh, those four sacks, um, after further review, um, Probably one of them for sure, he could have helped avoid. Um, and then, uh, and then the other can the others can be scattered around a little bit. I I think when you when you look go back to the ball game, and the fact is is that he told us after Central Connecticut State that the game was fast. I mean that was one of his first comments when I interviewed him after the game, and. I could see through his body language and the type of uh, play calling that was being done that this game was really, really, really fast. And I give him a lot of credit for adapting from from Central Connecticut to the first half of the Virginia game to the second half of the Virginia game because the second half— He looked great. Yeah, I thought he was much
2: better. I would say this uh, uh, along those lines. Uh, In practice, we've seen a, you know, and it's a different story. Practice, you you see his arm and all that stuff. In the games, it was a small sample size. Sample size was last year a couple snaps against North Carolina. This year a couple snaps against Alabama. And I thought in those appearances, he did not flash. Mm -mm. I thought he kind of looked like a statue.
3: Yeah, I wouldn't argue that.
2: But then Central Connecticut State, it's kind of a wash because you really don't know. Uh, Virginia the first half, I thought, kind of similar to what we had seen in the small sample size. And then as the game progressed, uh, I thought we saw a player that was getting more comfortable. And should that be the path uh, that Miami Miami has to continue to go down, then uh, do you think they have to adjust their offense at all in terms of I know we got a lot of these RPOs, but he's kind of a drop-back guy. He, to me, he looked comfortable when he was standing tall, bouncing on his toes, kind of like any other big, strong, pocket quarterback.
3: Well, statistically, the first half he was 4 of 11 for 63 yards in the first half and 11 of 18 for 140. So if you would have had... 22 or 36 for 280 if you'd, if you'd taken his mm. last half and giving him two very good halves uh, it, it, it was a little different. Miami l- didn't really have a first half offensively. They didn't even have the football. I think they in the first quarter they had it two minutes and 15 seconds in the first quarter and uh, the second quarter they had uh, 8 810 I guess it was. So you're talking 10, 10 and a half minutes. Out of the first 30, so you basically have the ball a third of the time. Uh, not a lot of chances to get things going. Um, I liked, I liked how he grew up in the football game. I don't want to underestimate or uh, that's that's the wrong phrase. I don't want to not give him more credit. For the touchdown run. Oh
2: yeah, no, I was I, I you know shocked out of my shoes. Yeah, but he turned the corner, and I think what I what you found there is he he I wouldn't say that he lumbers. I would say he's a long strider. Well, he, he's six so, five, <laughs> right? So he's one of those players because you look at his size and go, he might not go very far, very fast. On the other hand, when he turned the corner, he gobbles up a lot of turf.
3: Yes, he does. That's a good way to describe it. So. Back to the question: Is does it affect the offense? Absolutely. To think that you're going to go in there and, and now you have last year you have with Derek King and Coach Lashley and great numbers. What? 23 touchdowns, five interceptions, low turnover ratio. Everything's going so great. Some big wins, some great plays, some great runs, and unfortunately, you know Derek gets hurt and now he's. He's finding his way again. Look, did, did very good. I don't think he did great. I think he did very good climbing his way back. And now you have a totally different dynamic at quarterback. And I don't see – I see it that it, there's a difference. And the defense knows it. I mean, they made some changes in the defense that Miami hadn't seen in the first four games. Um, they uh, – you have to kind of change the way that you run things. We don't know. And we'll never know. Derek King processed very quickly. I've always got that feeling. We don't know at this stage of the game, in one week's period. Really, is actually it wasn't one week. It was five days. Period. How quick Van Dyke processes what's going on. So it's it's when you're in his situation, you're you've got to process a play. You got you've got to call the play. You got to process the play. You got to process the defense. Then you might have to change the play. That's a lot going on for everything. Was the first time, you know? What I mean, it, it no, was. That's a it, good
2: point because Virginia has a very uh, experienced defense, very experienced defensive coordinator. Uh, so they did throw a lot at him. I thought we, clearly he missed Knighton on the one wheel route, right?
3: Oh no! First, yes, something absolutely. happened on the
2: ball. Just came out awkwardly. Well, no, it was a bad throw. Yeah, I mean, he, now he did have. Uh, he made a really nice throw, I think it was the fourth quarter, and might have gone to Harley or Rambo uh, deep in the middle for a first down. On the other hand, I only know this piece of our location where we watched the game. I saw the corner of my eye, Knighton going down the sideline, kind of waving. He's kind of wide he open.
3: Missed that. Yep, yep, There's no question he missed
2: but, it. But all that being said, he really has one full game under his belt. One against a correct, you know, major team. I mean, that was a And scrimmage. you'd probably take five or – take take uh, – this is how I always judge where Miami is. You and I talk about this. There are probably five guys in the Virginia defense I'm taking on my team. For this moment. You know, for Miami. On both sides. Well, easily. <laughs> yeah. That's probably a different, different story. But on defense, M- Mandy Alonzo, I, I guess Miami didn't recruit him. He maybe every time he plays against Miami he's mad, but they have a tough time blocking him.
3: Yeah, well Mandy, I think the beauty of him, and I and I like him, is I think he plays mad every snap, <laughs> I which, think he which does. is which is what I think needs to be done. That's yeah. my vision of football is you play the game mad. Um and and he plays with a th- the most effort known to mankind on every snap.
2: Joey Blount to plays safety, twenty-five. Safety, yeah, yep. been there for four or five years as an excellent player. Yep. really a nice glue guy on their defense. Gets everybody lined up, makes a lot of plays. Never turns down a tackle. Nick Jackson, middle linebacker, two hundred forty like, yeah. pounds. He he's a nice player. He's stoned. I think, I had
3: him as my best play. That that was their best player. The best player for, player. Me, for me. I yeah. mean, and then they
2: got Grant then number one. And the secondary is a good player, mm-hmm. um, so that's just on defense.
3: Yeah. So you go back to this with Van Dyke, and I think when when you take a minute back, which I did, I, I, I let uh, I dove into it on Sunday. I wanted to, to to digest it a little bit and read about it, and and then I really studied it on Sunday. When you boil this down, and you go back. Th- even through our history of football, which is a very long time. At the end of the – when you – at the final deal, it's five minutes and 38 seconds or five minutes and 30 seconds. Miami is in poor field position. You probably remember exactly where well, they no, tried They were inside their 10. They were – okay. So they got 90-plus yeah. yards to go, 90-plus yards to go to win the football game. 90-plus, which – on the chart, it never happens, right? I mean, ninety-yard drives just are non-existent. So he, they come out and they drive the field, and they get to a, a point where Miami lined up and positioned himself in the middle of the field to win the football game.
2: Oh yeah, they should have won
3: that game. Okay, I mean, and yeah. the kid, the kid misses the kick. Hit the upright. That, I mean. He hey, missed a hey, kick.
2: Do you remember? Hey, well, I, I'm but, sure there have been other drives. I'll have to ask Monroe on the pregame. I think uh, it was Kyle Wright. His first game in Tallahassee put together the great 16-play, 90-yard drive for the win, and the snap was bad. Monroe couldn't get the snap. Was it Petty was the field goal kicker? I can't remember. Hmm. But uh, we botched that one, or they botched that one.
3: But, but Joe, to, to, to eat all the clock, to drain the clock, to make sure that yeah, great zero. quarterback and that offense that was doing a pretty darn good job um didn't have the football but i don't i'm not so sure that we didn't see van dyke come of age
2: well that's you know what we're going mean? to find out because you never know you, you know you, you they, never know when that magic carpet arrives right so we don't know
3: but i mean that would have been would that have been the drive yeah. you know what i mean that, that and i think that you know, listen. We go through this. I, I am a b- very bad loser, and I hate it and everything that goes with it. But at the end of the day, you got to take that deal. And Van Dyke—he
2: was pretty calm, pretty calm going down the rattled, field.
3: And he went rat- rattled yeah. after his bad <laughs> yeah. throws. And he got
2: he got sacked four times. Went
3: rattled after that. Yeah. I mean, but if I'm sure, Coach Lashley is building on that, and that's a lot to build on. I when From a two-minute first quarter you got the ball two and a half minutes to a five-minute and 30-second drive that you put your team in a position to win the game and the kicker misses it, I think that there's a lot to build on.
2: Okay, quickly, uh, we could probably spend the entire show on the defense. Mm-hmm. They're allowing too many points, 27 points a game. you got to score more points. Look, Oklahoma averages 40 points a game they've won 13 in a row and they stink on defense. Uh but the the problem area has been third down. You can't get off the field.
3: 5 and 5 for 15. 5 5 for 15 on third down, I believe, right? Was that that was the offense, excuse me. The defense was what on no, third down? No, were
2: at some point they were Virginia was for, 50%. Yeah. So, Let me see I don't remember what it was for the the entire game, but at one point it was 50% going into the game. They're allowing forty two to forty three percent. You gotta get off the field. If you're gonna score more points, you gotta get the ball back to your offense.
3: The third down, Virginia was nine of eighteen. Yeah, you can't win like Miami that. Miami was five of fifteen. Yeah. You, no, you're upside no, down. Oh, no, you are. And um I look at the missed opportunities. And was it who was it in the end zone that dropped the was it Kitchens? uh, No, no, no! Uh, It was uh, (laughs) just pull it
2: up here. Well, he had the interception right in his hand.
3: Well, and and the and they got a touchdown. So, so to me, it I look at that play, and I say, is the guy in position to make the play? And he was, and he didn't, and. Can you call it a fluke? I don't know. Uh, well, that it, was pretty I I,
2: strange for him. One, <laughs> one, Marcus Clark not to come down with the interception. And two, Marcus Clark yeah. for, for the receiver who is face down to uh, eventually flip over like a pancake and, oh, voila, the ball is there.
3: It is there. But Marcus Clark was in a perfect position. He had played the defense. The defense, it was called, worked. And he was in position to make the play. And it cost seven points. It cost you oh, yeah. it cost no you the football yeah. game. And then there was other dropped interceptions that tell me that if a guy's on defense and he's got the ball in his hands or he can make a play on it, the right defense is called, the right coverage is in place, but you got to make the play. Well, and Miami didn't make the play.
2: What you're saying is they are wildly, wildly inconsistent
3: wildly inconsistent.
2: There are players that are like that, and there are teams that are like that. And when you're inconsistent, you end up in this situation. Because we all like to play the what-if game. You know, you catch the ball in the end zone against Michigan State. You get an interception against Virginia. You are
3: 4-1 and instead of 2-3. and By the way, there was a drop or two still going on there. Yeah. is. It, 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 let's settle in on the word inconsistent. But I know this: you drove the field with five thirty to go, drained the clock, and you're in a position to win a football game, and you weren't ahead one point the whole night.
2: Yeah, you had a chance. chance yeah. So you they, got, they they have got play, to walk though. off with that one. I mean, you gotta—you gotta walk. off. It's gotta be a crowd. walk-off winner. It's gotta—you—you you can't. You, you, it's a walk-off winner. But Joe,
3: your kicker's got to make that. No, I agree. He's, he's got to he's make. He's on that.
2: scholarship. He's made He's from fifty-five. Coach Coker told me a long time ago. One time we were in his office, there happens he said, you know, the kickers on scholarship too. That's right. They stake. Make it.
3: Yeah. That's our line. They're you, in the stake you, line. You
2: gotta make it. Uh, all right. Next uh, up next is North Carolina. We'll watch them this week. Uh they'll play Florida State. We'll talk about that uh with West Durham in a minute. Their their quarterback, Sam Howell, by the way, has been sacked twenty-two times. Uh <laughs> best player in the league right now is Kenny Pickett. He's completing seventy-two percent of his passes. Under the Mark Whipple offense, Pickett 72% completion percentage, 19 touchdown passes, and he's throwing for 1,700 yards. He averages 374 yards of total offense a game. At any rate, that's a, a quick overview of the league. We'll talk more about that as we continue on the show. Let me talk to you for a moment about Williamson Buick GMC. And a short time ago, they announced a limited time vehicle buyback program. It's been going on for a little while now. Here's how it works. You bring in your pre-owned vehicle, they'll buy you out of your current ally or GM financial lease contingent of current equity and dealer's final appraisal. And right now, you'll get the best trade value the automotive industry has seen in years. A lot of things going on in the automotive industry, but for sure, if you go to Williamson Buick GMC, they will get you the best trade value you have seen in years. Not only that, you're going to avoid lease-end penalties like excess mileage fees and wear and tear. You don't want to miss this exciting opportunity. Schedule your appraisal today. Visit their state-of-the-art facility. Easy to find. Located US 1 and 104th Street, just south of the Palmetto Expressway. Williamson Buick GMC is your premier luxury dealership. Williamson is Miami.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet?